I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue thinking about you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our holiday special. This is Andrew and Andrew on Texas Criminal Defense. I'm Andrew Harris, and the man who is so blue is Andrew. I'm Andrew Decker. Decker. How are you, sir? <laughs> well, obviously, I'm a little blue. I really enjoy our holiday <laughs> special because we usually started off with a song. Um, so that's a little uh, I put a, I, flavor. I put a lot of work, yeah, into being able to sing. Hey, two measures of a song. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, you are you are um, in demand for your singing voice. You're. <laughs> And uh, graduated with a, a an opera degree, yeah, uh, that is true. and you you do have the golden voice of radio of the two of us. Yes, yes, thank uh, you. So yeah, well, everybody, this is this is actually going to be, I think, like our fourth holiday special. Yes, and and it's not going to be about DWIs, assault, family violence, which is which is kind of our tradition, right? Um, you know, this is going to be a little bit more serious. Yeah, it, um, for a holiday special, this is probably as serious as you're going to get. And, and this and is more, kind of a Charlie personal. Brown, yeah, par- Charlie Brown Christmas version. Oh yeah, right. okay, right. Um, kind of. There's going to be. It's going to be reference a little, a melancholy. That, it's going to be a little melancholy. I'm about to say, am I going to kick a football and you're going to? No, pull I'm it saying away like a sad little tree. <laughs> okay. Need some love. Yeah, right. We all need a little love every now and then. You know, um. But in all seriousness, man, you know, the we are officially and we have been for some time out of the pandemic. 2022 is the year that all the courts opened up. Everything kind of just not not like a slow snowball. It, it was really pretty immediate for me. Cases being in court, being heard, being on a trial docket, uh, yeah. rocket dockets throughout the state to clear the backlog. Right. Yeah. They're, very they're, stressful they're, year. There are some whole like revocation dockets. Like in some of the larger counties, they have a special auxiliary court set up just for revocations. And yep. so you get a notice like three days in advance, especially if your person's in custody. The revocation hearing could be on Friday and you get this on Monday, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Woo! Really pushing the envelope as far as like, you know, having due process and being ready for trial and pre- trial prep and hearing prep. And right. all so that. how many how many trials did you first chair this year? Oh my gosh. Um, I had a decent amount. It wasn't as bad as like right before the pandemic. Um, shoot four. Yeah. Maybe? I, think I don't I, know. I, it, maybe it wasn't even that high. I, I know I first chaired three, but one was, yeah. uh, sexual assault of a child with priors. One was online solicitation of a minor. Those were a month apart. And then I had a DWI. And for any of you defenders out there who take those cases and try those cases that those, those especially take a lot out of you. Um, you know, and that probably one of the biggest challenges, even if you didn't go to trial, is you know, when you ramp up your your firm, if you're solo, you have all those expenses coming immediately. But rebuilding your clientele, your client base, your revenue base may take some time. And so financially, you know, not even talking about emotionally, which is kind of what we're going to go here in a little bit, but financially, it's it it can be very 
challenging. Right. And just in case you don't think Big Brother is listening in on everything you do, on my uh, Alexa that I can see just a minute ago, uh, the Elvis Top 30 hits popped up. And now Alexa is talking to us. That's funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So they, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos for sure is listening. That's right. Yeah. Um, he may be our number one fan. Super nosy. But uh, yeah, so... You know, it it is it has just been it's been kind of a hassle transitioning back. Right. And then so so we all stressed that we weren't gonna have enough money. Right. Now we're stressed that we're having to do things faster than we'd ever done them before. And we kind of came out of that lull. We got used to kind of eh, one day a week, two days a week in the office, rest of it's at home. Um Life all is, court online, yeah. All courts online trials, very rare. And if you did, it was something you knew was coming because it had to be specially set, and you know everyone had to agree. All the precautions um, for the pandemic, and, right? Yeah. And 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 I went to I second chaired two felony trials during the pandemic. Um, yeah. Uh, not fe- felony federal federal trials during the pandemic. Right. 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 Um, and. Completely different ball of wax compared to a state trial in general, but also then with COVID, we spread them out. The voidire was spread out across the whole courtroom, rather um, large courtroom, rather large courtroom. Uh, we all wore masks. We, you know, we had sanitizer. It was it was this kind of continual work of trying to make sure everyone was safe. Uh, but those those trials. Well, that and, federal court ran on time during during COVID. We actually interviewed a judge in Harris County, Andrew Wright, uh, former defense attorney, now a judge, and uh, who who explained to us the um, the procedure for jury trials during the pandemic in Harris County, and they were doing jury selections in uh, one of the big conference halls uh, that's owned by the county down there, uh, right? The Cynthia Brown Convention Center area. So, um, you know, trials were still going on, but, but really for state cases, very you, drastically reduced. And you had, you, you knew it was coming. There was no right. like trial Plenty call docket up. where there were no. three or five people on the trial that really were in, in line to be called. And you didn't know until the day of if in that top three or five, you were going to be the one up. Yeah. 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 You definitely had a lot of coordination. Um, everybody knew who was going to trial on what, Right, man, and and so you know, business wise, we're in such a stressful industry. Uh, you know, just starting out, you know, we're 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 kind of uh, uh, we don't really have too many strikes left, right? I mean, as as far as lawyers go, solo practitioners, criminal defense attorneys, uh, trial lawyers, um, litigators in general are are prone to alcoholism, to drug dependency to depression you don't have to look at me on all those i'm just saying uh andrew this is our our we we love you we well, just thank you i appreciate you that <laughs> i appreciate that um but we're you know we're kind of we're so yeah, just, let, let's, we're let's get to the topic that, right? right let's yeah. get to the topic so we've we've talked about talk we you and i mr Arith, have talked uh over the years that we needed to do a episode on mental health talk about TLAP, talk about the mental health groups in the Texas Criminal Defense Lawyers Association, et cetera. And as we plan for our holiday special, we said, this is it. We're, yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to throw our feet in there. 
Um, for me, 2022 has been incredibly hard. Um, yeah, uh, the people who know me personally know that I've gone through a divorce, uh, that I have lost my dad and an uncle on the same day. Mm-hmm. The funeral was 10 days later to, you know, on the same weekend. And then my mom has gone into a nursing home and probably will never come yeah. out. Right. So it's been an incredibly hard year. And I had those three trials. Well, right? yeah. Yeah. Right. And- so work was normally hard. Right. I mean, you know, your workload because of those issues did not decrease, uh, you know, no, um, yeah, you that, still had all of your clients that you had to serve, make sure that everybody was taken care of. And, and there were some weeks where I obviously was out, wasn't in the office and things got pushed. Um, and, but there were some weeks I was in the office and truly just found myself reading Yahoo going, why am I here? What well, and this doing? is not, yeah, and we're not going to be talking like, you know, you're you're any different than anybody else, but any one of those things could have completely derailed somebody, you know, and but to experience all of that in one year, Andrew, just I'm really proud of you for for what you've been able to accomplish this year on that. Well, I, I let me let me say I I want to be very honest, I didn't accomplish it. Um and that's part of what Kind of a weird thing to to phrase it as as an accomplishment, but right, yeah, yeah. I didn't really accomplish anything. I, as as one of my friends, so so things that things that that I know I did right this year in getting through all this. One, we've talked about the fact that I'm a runner. Um, on this show many times, I've been running for like eleven, twelve years. Uh, fairly avid runner. Um, and one of the guys in my running group, uh knew what was going on. And he said, so on Monday morning, I'm going to see you at the track. And on Monday when I left, he said, so I'm going to see you here on Thursday. Yeah. Right. So I was semi expected to be in my, at my running group on Sunday or sorry, on Saturday morning, Monday morning and Thursday morning. And I've made 90% of those. So there've been a few mornings I've slept in, but that just get up and go helps exercise helps the other things i've done right i'm a singer we talked about that um, yeah. uh and a choir director friend of mine knew what was going on and called me up and said hey why don't you come sing with the church and so on wednesday nights i've been at church singing and i'm there on sunday mornings um singing and again those are things i enjoy they are things that uh bring me some uh, some peace, some happiness, some distraction, but they're healthy things. They're yeah. very, very healthy things for my spirit and my body. Gets you out of the house. Gets me out of the house, puts me with other people. You, you've you talked with me about running, and it's not really something I can get into, but listening to you, you almost uh, treat it as your own like meditation. Like As you're going along, you're getting into a rhythm. You can kind of shut your brain off a little bit and just focus on completing your run and i imagine probably singing is the same way it's kind of very meditative in that in that sense yes both those things and other things that i do is you and i both have our phones on our desk and we're connected up to the internet to do this i don't carry my phone on a run i know people yeah. that do yeah i don't i don't carry my phone on De- a run detach that yeah right it gives me an hour and a half for two hours that is not going to go off and if and what am I going to do on a Saturday morning at 6 a.m.? Right? Sure. It's not going 
even my family is not going to reach me. But to say, I know a lot of attorneys who would be replying to emails at that time. Right. Um, the same thing when I'm at the track at TCU, right? And uh, it is a detachment. When I'm at choir, I have my phone with me, but I don't look at it. Yeah. Right. Because I'm focused on something else and it's not work. It's not, uh, I can, you know, that you, both of them, you do some deep breathing, you end up focusing on your breath. You end up thinking about, um, when I'm running, I do mantras in my head on my pacing. Yeah. Um, unless I'm talking to somebody and we're talking to somebody, we're talking about running or, Hey, how did the, how the Cowboys do yesterday? Or, you know, again, we're at the TCU track. We're talking about the incredible season TCU's had in football. Um, and as an SMU fan, I still, uh, you know, I'm still upset with Sonny Dykes, but I'm incredibly proud of what he's done for TCU this year. It gets your mind off of, it gets your mind off of like, you know, maybe some of the more difficult things that you're, that you're going through. Right. So you're not, so you're not dwelling in, uh, you know, in, in the muck. Exactly. Exactly. They're healthy things. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't have muck moments. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm, No. Right. I've had some, I've had some moments. Uh, where I find myself, I also have, and I'm I'm never unwilling to admit I go to a uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, right? Yeah. A camera, I think it's really psychologist, um, uh, a doctor. It's not it's not a counselor, it's not a therapist. It's this is someone who who's written the books and has the degrees, um, and and it's I don't not a life coach that they got a not a life online, coach, right? The, and I'm willing to pay for that. I'm willing to pay the pay the money to do it. And I don't go a lot. And usually when I go see him, he goes, okay, so do you need to see me next week or can we see each other in three or four months? Right? Usually it's at, you know, let's see each other in two or three months. Right? Yeah. Mostly he's like, okay, you're moving forward. You're doing the right stuff. You're journaling. You're, you're working through your processes. Right? Is there something you need to talk about again next week? Mm, I don't know right now. And he said, well, then call me when you need to. Right. Yeah. But I've seen him several times over the course of the year and I've seen him before and I know I'm going to see him again. That must be great, man. Usually my therapist is like, are you available tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you have, you don't have a degree that you had to do some, you know, counseling (laughs) sessions and, you know, like how to do counseling. So, you know, you know, basically I I just not to fool the guy. That's the secret. Yeah. I I have not had to, thankfully, um, I've not had to deal with the, uh, with the death of a, of a parent, um, I know that I know that's particularly trying, um, but you know, 2019 going into early 2020, I, I got divorced, right. and that was um, good timing. As if we go into the pandemic, my gosh, yeah. I mean, it it allowed me talk about like not sitting in the muck, right? Like I, as I was getting separated, uh, starting that process, I remember going to a judge because I had a trial that had just kind of popped up uh, randomly. And, um, well, not rent, but anyways, um, it was specially set and I went into the judge and I'm like, Hey judge, like, this is what I got going on in my personal life. So, you know, things are just really difficult right now. And he's like, Oh, Andrew, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Let me know if you need anything. We'll see you Monday to pick a jury. Uh, so I was kind of going in like, like, judge, thanks, I, judge, I don't know if I could pick a jury right now, but looking back, you know, I'm not saying like drown yourself in work to get out of some of the more difficult things in your personal life. But look, I was, I was at that point, single living alone. I I have Winston now, but I didn't have Winston then. It was literally, literally, I I don't remember your life without Winston. I know he's so, he's so, he's so before then. Right. 
it, I had nothing else. If I wasn't going for into those of work, you don't know, Winston to... is Mr. Harris uh, Wiener Dog. Yeah, and he is. He's just um, yeah, sitting on my lap as we speak right now. Yeah, he can't be away from me. Um, but it it was probably the best thing that that could have happened to me at that point, right? Like I was not. I had to focus on work. I could not dwell. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stay in the muck and that at that point in time. Now there was, like you said, there was plenty of time later for that. Um, <laughs> That's right. Hope you know, that allows for you to think about yeah. your feelings. And best part is that was a that was a very serious sexual assault that got a not guilty. So it was kind of like a, you know, hey, I can do tough things and still focus and still come out with a great uh, a great result for my client. Um, and uh, and and you know that that is completely separate than than my personal life and. And while that is important, our, our businesses are important. Uh, what we do for a living is very important. Um, but also our personal lives are important. Right. And and let me be clear. We are into, if we are, if we are integrated people and we all are, a case like a serious sexual assault is going to play into your psyche. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Of course. This morning I knew I had j- just going into court. I needed to tell some stuff to a client that kept me up last night. Right. Cause it wasn't going to make my client real happy. What I had to say. Um, and it's a retained client getting paid some good money on it. Yeah. So to have to sit there and say to them, yeah, this isn't going the way you think it is. Right. And you didn't quite tell me the whole story. Did you? Yep. There it is. Right. <laughs> and they immediately started backpedaling on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not here to talk about all that. I'm here to say, I still have some more work to do. And this isn't going the way you think it is at this point. Right. Right. But that I actually woke up at like three o'clock in the morning thinking about that. Was able to go to sleep in about 30 minutes and we didn't keep me up a lot, but I woke up thinking about court today. That's actually unusual for me. I don't normally do that. Um, but it happens occasionally, right? Because our minds will try to work through stuff uh, in our sleep. Um, and you and I lost uh, a colleague yeah. most, th- this year, most likely to to alcohol. Yeah. Um, we had a colleague pass away just a week or so ago who probably should have put down his practice to focus on his health. This is an older yeah. gentleman. Yeah. Right. If he would have stopped working, no one would have said that he quit. They would have said he needs to work on his health. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we've had we've had a number uh, of attorneys that you and I know. Um, not a number, but we've had a a, a fair amount um who have had to take some time um to uh to get better physical physical illness, mental illness. Whatever the case may be, it is all relevant. It is all so like we cannot do what we do if we are unhealthy. Right. And so with that, uh, again, I'm telling you, I journal, I go to a therapist, I run, I sing, I do things that are not about work. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, right, like when we talk about working on your personal health, on your mental health, on your wellness. It is work like vegging out in front of the TV, not really going to be doing anything 
for your mental health. Like you, you really have to be, um, you, you, you really have to be, you know, focused on that. Yeah. I mean, there are times where you go home and you're just exhausted. Uh, a week or so ago, I, I came home. I was exhausted. Some days you need that. Right? Certainly. I put a frozen pizza in the oven, ate it, watched like two episodes of Titans on HBO. And then I watched like something, some sitcom kind of deal. Yeah. 30 minutes light. And at 830, I was like, I'm going to bed. I was exhausted. Right. For, but right. And and we all need those days. Right. But for a long term strategy on working on yourself, it it is work. I mean, it's it's well worth it. It may not feel like work, but it needs to be active in some way. I wouldn't I, I told my you know, I said the guy that told me to keep running. I looked at him earlier this year, uh, and I said, I wouldn't I don't know where I'd be, but I wouldn't be where I am if you hadn't told me I want to see you on Monday morning and Thursday morning at running club running club. Yeah. Because it got me out of bed. There's a book written by and I can't remember who it's written by. I'll, I'll, we'll put the link out on the on the show notes. Yeah, on the show notes. Sure. Um, it, it's a short book. You can read it in two hours. Uh, it was a lecture given at the University of Texas by the person who would later become the chancellor. Um, and it's titled "If You Want to Change the World, Make Your Bed." He's a general or an admiral or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the YouTube video. It's 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 really good. Right. I've seen the YouTube video. I've, I've read the book. I've given it to, to a friend to read. Um, but his point was, if you don't do anything else all day long, get up, make your bed. You've done something. You get to put yourself, give yourself a little gold star. And it says, I move forward a little bit. Right. You don't have to do it all. Yeah. But to get up and go to running club three days a week was good for my physical health, good for my mental health. And it helped me get through a tough year. You know, um, I've heard too from from a lot of runners um, that if you just get up and tie your shoes, put your shoes on, tie your shoes, that's that's fifty percent of the battle. Yeah, the hardest part about the run is actually getting out of bed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get out of bed, you're probably eighty percent of the way there. If you can get out the door, you're you are one hundred ten percent of the way on the run. And and it's and and now uh, my friend, his name is Mike. I tell Mike, I said, I'm no longer running for minutes. I'm running for years, right? I'm not yeah. trying to beat my beat my PRs most of the time. I'm just trying to stay healthy. Just keep going. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, and that that um that's funny because that that part about making your bed, getting up and doing something is is advice that I've been given, right? And if you've listened to this show long enough, you know that I don't drink anymore, right? Um, I have been sober for three years. Um, I I am a member Actually, of three. I, I know three th- and a half. Three and a half. You're because right. Basically, May you got sober as we started this this yeah. process. And uh, member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I have a sponsor. My sponsor says that too. He says, "Hey, you know, um, if you're struggling with the spirituality aspect of you know the program, the twelve step program, whatever that may be." Um, you know, make your bed, do your dishes, brush your teeth, take care of yourself, well, and you will find that spirituality that you need. And, and the reason I know when when Andy got sober is because we started doing this, and we went to Rusty Duncan, and it's the first time that I drank a Topo Chico. <laughs> 
and, and he never turned, looked back. And he turned me into a damn middle-aged white woman <laughs> drinking, drinking bubble waters. Well, now, now that would be like your Karens would be drinking like a Truly or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, so so Mr. Hirth doesn't drink at all, and he jokes that, you know, I, I have a problem. <laughs> um, if, you, if you ever go out drinking with me, you're going to find me have like two beers or like a couple of whiskeys. But at night probably five nights a week i have equivalent of about a shot and a half of whiskey about nine o'clock that's what i drink yeah right um and that's because i like a good whiskey it's yeah you don't drink much no i don't you don't drink much yeah um you're you're the responsible one and it's well you know i I think that actually us talking about that's one of the reasons you went huh yeah I don't understand how that works. <laughs> that concept was so foreign to me. Not not to throw so, not to throw Mr. Earth under the bus. No, but, no, but man. I I uh fierce. I know yeah. it's been three and a half years. I, I earned that spot in the rooms, you know what I mean? So um that thank may be a little bit well, thank you. Um yeah, that, that may be a little bit uh too personal, just kind of sharing a little bit with our with our listeners that hey, look, you're not alone. You know, we all struggle with some of these things and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it it's takes why, and it's why we thought this, we've been talking about it for a long yeah. time. We thought it was important. If we, if we talk about it, um, given the, you know, two people that'll listen to this podcast, okay. uh, you, you know, maybe it'll encourage more people to seek help, um, talk about their problems, uh, before they really turn into something a little bit bigger. So we do have some resources. It's not just going to be us talking about how, uh, woeful our lives are. Um, well, and, we're, we're both had, doing pretty I was about to say, dang we, good. We've had ups and downs today. The fact that we are here, that we can joke, that we give each other our time, not just on the podcast, but other times, yeah, um, uh, is important. So, so things to note. I, I think it's actually been in the last twelve months. The national suicide hotline, the number changed. And I did not know this. Thank you for telling me, because um, I think it's just valuable information when right. we're servicing serving some of our clients it's good for everybody to know it is now 988 again the national suicide hotline is 988 and i think they actually also they i know they take phone calls but i think they also you can send them a text message oh Um, okay at least that's my understanding um but that's that's kind of like calling 911 that is truly you are at a place where you need someone right now. Yeah. And if you do, if you're at a place where you have, and the rule is if you have a thought to hurt yourself and you have a plan and you have a means, please dial 988. Yeah. Do not. Please do that. Please. The phone may weigh 50 pounds in that instance, mm-hmm. but find yeah. find a way. I, I, I've, I've done, you know, so I was formerly a pastor. I've done several suicide uh, funerals. No one, no one ever goes, Ty, you know, we're glad they're gone. Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we're, we're talking to attorneys. So let's, let's, let's go to the Texas Bar Association. Uh, and I'm going to tell you for us, it's TLAP, the Texas Lawyers, uh, assistance what, program. Yeah. Texas Lawyers Assistance Program. And it, you can find it at TLAP Helps, uh, T-L-A-P-H-E-L-P-S dot org. We'll put that um, on the show notes. We'll put it on well. the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is confidential. This is, if you're an attorney, 
a law student, a judge, or you work in the legal profession in the state of Texas, this is for you. It's there. It's confidential. It's free. And if they end up finding out you need some resources and you can't afford them, there's an endowment so you can you can continue to move forward and get the help and help cover some of your even my understanding is maybe even help some cover your some of your expenses. Yeah. Um, but they help with all sorts of stuff: wellness, depression, anxiety, suicide prevention, substance abuse. Ding ding ding. Ooh, right. Yeah. So so on the T Lab site. This is just using their 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 numbers, and we're not making them up. Uh, if you're a lawyer under 30, 32% of them may have a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. That's one in three of our of our, you know, basically think all of your young, young attorneys, one in three have a drinking problem. Fresh from law school, thinking they finally hit it big, get out. Maybe it's a little bit of a of an eye opener about how difficult this uh, industry is. Yeah kind of turn a little bit to uh or they or they they picked it up in college and law certainly, school certainly certainly right and so yeah. they just they've just and now they're they, of means and can right, afford it. right yeah now, now they're buying now they're buying uh good whiskey versus terrible whiskey yeah um 28 of lawyers struggle with some level of depression i know this year i qualified in that 28 certainly yeah um and depending on the day i probably still do but not as much but anyway right um, 19 demonstrate symptoms of 19% demonstrate symptoms of anxiety. Well, yeah, yeah, I, probably, you know, I think what, what the diagnosis for the general, uh, what is it? Generalized anxiety disorder or something has boomed since the pandemic. Um, yeah. so I, I think maybe those, I was actually that, that, surprised that number, that number is that low. Right. Right. And then 11% at some point in their career have. Uh, considered suicide. I have Sounds taken about right to me. friends and family members and helped check them in. Uh, one as recently as a year ago, right? Uh, for suicidal depression or suicidal thoughts. Um, and I've done obviously funerals. So these are not things that I take lightly. Yeah. Right. And, and nobody, so, right. Nobody I told should. you my story. My story yes. doesn't include that. Right. But my story does include it because I've had friends and family that, that I've had to go take them. I've had to hold their hand and drive them to the hospital to say, I want you to be here in three days and in three months and in three years. Well, and I, you know, we, we keep hearing about wellness, especially since the pandemic, um, over and over and how important mental health is. And, and I think we are, as a society becoming more enlightened to the dangers of, um, you know, substance abuse of isolation of stress and anxiety and all that, thankfully, you know, um, and thankfully those people that, that turned to you for help actually did turn to you for help. Somebody who understood and listened. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying don't that, 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 that bothers me. I'm saying I'm thankful they came to me. Exactly. I know these things are important. But how many people, though, still, especially attorneys, are like, no, I can handle this myself. I can do this myself. Or or even people who turn to them and those individuals listening are not taking it as seriously as, as they should, you know, maybe brushing it off a little bit. This this is very serious um, issues that we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and then if you go to, we're criminal defense attorneys, 
Uh, we know that the Tarrant County Criminal Defense Lawyers Association has started having a, a mental health group and a group that if you have a problem, call them, they'll talk to you. Um, yeah. TCDLA, if you look and type in mental health, look at how often mental health comes up as one of their pieces, either a specific piece of CLE or it is part of almost every program they do. Why? Because it's reached a point where they feel like every time they gather defense attorneys together, they're going to spend an hour talking about mental health for all of us. And because either we might be the person that someone comes to, or we're sitting in there and we go, Holy crap. That's me. Yeah. Holy crap. Right. Um, uh, and, yeah. and so we're just, we're just kind of putting that same information well, out there. TCDLA also has a, has an official committee um, yeah. for health and wellness uh, where they have a lot of resources available to them called Rick Waldrip at TCDLA's office um, for information on that. Um, he'll also share his story. We'd probably need to have him on the podcast. What a great, great guy, great attorney, great trial attorney now works full-time for TCDLA. Um, there's a lot of information and resources with TC, TCDLA. Their um, monthly publication voices usually has uh, a um, an article about health and wellness and what the committee is up to and how people can find help. Um, Again, going back to TLAP, I mean, such a great organization um, that provides so many resources like Andrew was talking about, but also just they're just willing to answer a call, answer an email, right. um, and provide that, CLE. Their, 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 phone, their phone, just like uh, the 988 National Suicide, TLAP is that phone is answered 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is never the wrong time to call. Right. You know, there's other local groups, you know, maybe a 12-step group's not your thing. Um, but, hey, you just want to be around other lawyers who understand. There's lawyers helping lawyers groups throughout the state, throughout the nation. I know there's a very healthy group in in Fort Worth, certainly. Um, and you can find that information on Google. And and you don't have to go to lawyers. Right. right. Oh, no. Go, right. Go, yeah. go to your church. <laughs> go to your synagogue. Go to the YMCA. Go to, you know, uh, if it's that you're dealing with grief, Google grief support group. If you're going through a divorce and you need some help, go through a divorce to support group, right? Go, go join a gym and go to the gym. Email Andrew and myself, and we will do whatever is necessary, whatever we can do to assist you in this situation. And you know what, Andrew, when I was going through this, uh, back, you know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I just want to thank you. If I ever needed anything, I know I could reach out to you. If I needed court hearings covered, you were the man uh, that I would ask. You you have saved my butt in court because I was not able to make it time and time and time again. So defenders out there, if something's going on, you need a break, you're burnout, you're whatever, reach out to your colleagues that you know and trust to see if they can cover some court hearings for you to see if they can maybe take some of your caseload for you. Um, it's really important because remember at the end of the day, right? Well, I, I hate that phrase. As a profession, our job is still to put our clients first. We can't do that if we are not taking care right. of our uh, mental health. An another colleague of ours, uh, his father passed away last week. They're still working on funeral arrangements, but I know him well enough. And he and I are in enough courts together. I reached out and I said, if you need something passed or, you know, something in the next couple of weeks between now and Christmas, especially, let me know. It was about 12 hours later and it was simply a thank you. I appreciate it. You know, and I don't know there's going to be anything else done. Right. 
but he knows one that I know it happened. And I said, Hey, I'm sorry about your dad to let me know. Right. It may simply be that I go to a court that I'm already in and go, Hey, I need to pass this person's case. Yeah. You know, their dad's funerals tomorrow and they're just not going to be here. How many, how many emails do we get on the list of like, Hey, I can't even make it to court because traffic or because I'm stuck in a hearing or whatever. Can somebody cover for me? And people are generally like, okay, yeah, I'm there anyways. Why don't I right. just go somebody, ahead? Somebody will. Right. Or, or this morning, thunderstorms rolled through, oh my the, through the Metroplex. I emailed the court and said, I'm going to be late. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving through a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> physical safety. Right. I mean, I know we put clients first, but physical safety probably should be. Right. And the court email back saying, thanks. Get here when you get here. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's not that big of a deal. So people understand, right? People are like judges understand court staff understands um, things come up, things happen. Um, they are people as well. So they probably experience the same feelings and struggles and anxieties right. that Again, you feel. TLAP, TLAP for yes. judges. It has a judges support group. Certainly. I mean, yeah. so even, even the judges, if you're listening in, you might, you might, you might need hey, it's needed. I mean, you know, just because you, um, well, one, if you're listening, thank you. Um, but, but just cause you leave litigation you're you know and 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 put that robe on doesn't mean that like hey everything is easy life is easy right um you know there's different stresses there's yeah. different things that weigh on your mind certain punishments and man it's a uh, i do not envy that that role for sure I, I may not like what the judges always say but uh the ones that do their job and you can tell they're at least thinking about what they're going to do uh, that that's not an easy robe to wear. Yeah, I can't. I mean, you know, we 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 knock mostly prosecutors on this podcast, but uh, I, I don't really complain all that much about about judges. So long, even if they rule against me, so long as they are taking that role seriously and considering everything that's uh, both sides are saying. You know, yeah. what's that saying? Heavy is the head that wears the crown, kind of deal, or the um, robe, or the robe, right? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, they're, they're still lawyers. And that means that these numbers that Andrew listed that are on TLAP's website pertain to you. So yeah, please ask for help. You're yes. not alone. That's, that's the overall message for the day. If you want to read a book that's quick and easy to read our recommendation of right now, it's not, this is not a mental health book. It's not a self-help book. It's truly just kind of a inspirational. Like a, book. Yeah. Inspirational, motivational. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, can help you get out of a funk. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, it is. If you want to change the world, make your bed. I like that. And we will link to that on the show notes. Hey, man, what are you doing for the uh, holidays? Uh, Going to see the boys. Going right to uh, um, watch some football. Going to sing Christmas Eve at you church. Going to go sit in a blind somewhere and scope out some deer? I don't think I'm going to be doing that between now and like New Year's. But Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, I'll be traveling. I'll be uh, seeing some family. Good. Um, they just bought a house recently so still working on renovating that i mean winston and i will have many projects um but ultimately you know ready for this year to be over and looking forward to the start of next year 2023 it's crazy man it's crazy the next time you hear us ladies and gentlemen it'll be january 1st so get all of your year-end books in order now so you can take the rest of the month off <laughs> exactly all right so for Andrew Harris, I'm Andrew Decker. Goodbye, everybody.